Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. Welcome to a new month. What's been going on with you, Llewellyn? Anything exciting? Not really. I mean, new year, 2024, like, I don't know, not much has changed, really. You're one month in. How are you doing on resolutions? Did you make any this year? I mean, I didn't really make any, like, set resolutions. Um, Mm -hmm. Just kind of like, you know, I've already, like, I think I'd mentioned before, I'd already been, um, like, I hired a personal trainer last year for, like, the last six months of the year. And so I'd kind of, like, already started this trek of, like, being healthier. And Mm -hmm. um, 2024, I kind of want to focus on, like, eating healthier. And um, Mm. January was rough in that... I attempted to count calories again, and I just know myself. I'm not good at counting calories, and it's not that I, it's not that I can't do it. It's just I think it's I think it's mental. Is I mm. you know I set this plan, and I try to follow it, and I do really well following it. But then by the end of the day, because like it fluctuates based on how much you're working out and all of that too, because um, because I'm trying to like eat more in like a calorie deficit necessary so like as I work out I have to eat more and like eating more protein versus eating like carbs and fat and like all that I think I just set myself up incorrectly or like didn't prepare myself enough in January to like how to get that and so I, I kept finding myself like coming in under like way under my calorie count every day and I'm like I feel like I'm so full Like, I don't want to eat anymore, but, like, according to this, I need to eat more or I'm not eating enough protein and eating too much carbs is the hard part. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, I can't not eat carbs if I'm doing the type of workouts I'm doing. So it's just I kind of, like, set myself up to fail in January, I felt like. And so I kind of, like, gave up after a little while. Um, And I'm just trying to figure out, like, what eating healthy looks right for me. And I want to lose some weight. And so, like, how do I do that without, you know, like, just doing one of the fad diets? Because I don't believe in any of those, like, stop eating this and you'll lose, like, 20 pounds. Like, yeah, but then once I eat that again, I'm going to get it all right back. So, I don't know. I'm just trying to find out what works for me nutrition-wise. And so January was kind of rough um, in that ballpark. But I'll get Mm -hmm. there. And I told myself, too, at the beginning of the year, it's like I'm not setting like a goal. Like I have a goal weight in mind, but like I'm not telling myself I have to be that by a certain date. Um, I'm just saying, like, if I could get to this, that would be great. Uh, But really, the goal is like I just want to feel and I want to feel better and look healthier, not Mm -hmm. necessarily like I want to be a size, whatever. So, um, Yeah. yeah, so January was whatever I guess um but I'm trying not to beat myself up and be hard about it and I'll I'll figure out what works for me and if that's if that takes me all of 2024 to figure out then like fine um but we'll see if February is any better yeah how about you oh well I'm having car issues which is such a bummer and the place that I got it towed It's taken them, I mean, I dropped it off on Tuesday, 
and it is Saturday and still haven't heard from them, like just what even the issue is. I literally think it's as as simple as a sensor is bad, but I haven't even heard from them, which is super frustrating. So I rented a car for a, a couple days for the work week because I needed to be able to get to and from work and it's a decent drive to where doing a Lyft or an Uber wouldn't make sense. But it's just car stuff is so frustrating when you don't have like a second car to be able to like fall back on or you don't have someone that could like drop you off or you have to work in an office where you can't work from home, you know, like as a default, it's just super frustrating. And then like it's in a couple months, we'll be heading out to France. And so it's like leading into France and things like that. It's just frustrating. So I'm annoyed by that. And then because I was in such like a, you're just not thinking as clearly. You're just trying to get like your car to the tow place, you know, or trying to get your car towed that like all of the, um, the little people stuff that I was going to send out last week, they're in the trunk of my car and they're just like sitting there. So I'm like, well, dang it. Like I can't even do tasks that I had planned to do because I don't even have the stuff on me. So, and it's more than that. Like my dog's bed is in there that normally she uses so that we can go to and from her getting her like fluids administered and my key fob for work is in the car. Like I'm just, it's just frustrating that like, I didn't even think to grab all that stuff because you're just like one track mind focused on just getting it to the dealership or to the car place thinking like, it's not that big of a fix. I don't think, but the fact that it's taken them days, I'm like, that is so frustrating. Yeah. I want to call and be like, should I just have it towed somewhere else? Like what's going on? Why aren't you should be faster than this. At so. least giving you or an least, update. Yeah, at least more communicative. Like, I shouldn't have to keep calling you to find out where you're at. And even when I did, he was just so not helpful. Um, yeah, so just frustrating. So, um, but other than that, yeah, kind of like I mentioned last week in my recommend to a friend, like I'm doing stuff every month that's gonna get me out of my comfort zone and I think I have this month's down so just getting ready to plan that and yeah that's it nice yeah so episode recap and we can get into it yeah so this week we watched month new leader (laughs) yeah that was quick uh this month we watched season seven episode 21 titled the one with the vows which originally aired on may 3rd 2001 written by dodie abrams directed by gary halverson writing their wedding vows proves a daunting task for both monica and chandler and looking back over the pair's relationship the other friends worry about changes in store for all of them okay so this episode disclaimer is one of those flashback episodes where there's a lot of like them reminiscing on what's coming up or like what Mm -hmm. what has already happened so we see a lot of scenes from episodes that we've already seen so i i mean the episode isn't going to take us as long because i'm not going to go into like all the details of those flashbacks i'll just kind of give you like what is happening in that flashback real quick um yeah So we start in the soft open in the apartment and Monica is freaking out that the wedding is 
four weeks away and there's still so much to do like writing their vows neither of them have done that yet so oh she asked chandler if he's written his and he jokes about no i was thinking about buying a vow like the show um which she's not in enthused about at all so she suggests that they both write them right there right now so she hands him a pen and paper she takes one to the kitchen and she appears to be writing frantically like she knows exactly what she's going to say so then we go to Chandler who has this inner monologue wondering if if he even loves her as much as she loves him and like he should be writing more but he can't think of anything and he's like, was this the first Chandler monologue since the ATM vestibule? Vestibule. I feel like we haven't. We've had a lot of Ross inner monologues, yeah. but I don't think we've had a Chandler one in quite some time. I don't think so. It's been a while. Yeah. Um. So he ends his monologue with asking the question, "What is wrong with me?" But he realizes quickly that that's that's not a thought he should go down. So then we head yeah. to the main part of the episode and. We are back and forth from Joey's apartment and the girl's apartment, so I won't really stop for that necessarily, but I'll mention like when we're with the guys versus the girls. So at Joey's, Chandler, still at a loss for words, is looking to the guys to help him. Um, And Joey obviously looks at Ross and says, look, you've been there twice um, or three times. Like, what do you have to offer him? But he is no help because he promised Carol to never love another woman, but she couldn't promise that back, apparently. Mm -hmm. So Chandler is still upset because clearly Monica knows exactly what she wants to say because she keeps writing and writing. And we quickly pan to the apartment. It's like a quick write to Monica's face who looks Mm -hmm. beyond stumped as she is not writing any longer. And the girls come in, like rushing in, asking like, what is it that needs you need help only to discover that what Chandler thought she was writing as vows was really just her sketching out her wedding dress on the p- piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I think, um, first of all, in Joey's place, like Ross with his hair and his New York shirt, like his style, this is almost, this is several episodes in close proximity to each other where I'm like, Okay, David Schwimmer. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, that's um, I also liked the continuity that they had, like... We'll go back and forth a little bit, obviously, so this is definitely out of order, but just, like, the continuity of having a bunch of crumpled pieces of paper on the ground in the guy's apartment, like, in Joey's, because we know that Chandler's, like, actively working on it. I just thought that was, like... It's good continuity, for sure. Yeah, that's good. So back with the guys, Ross suggests something simple, like, Monica, from the moment I met you, I knew I loved you. And Chandler disagrees with this because we quickly flash back to their first introduction, which was way back when Chandler and Ross come home from college and meet uh, Rachel and Monica. And at the Thanksgiving episode, which is the time where he called her fat. (laughs) Yeah. When she goes, I'm Ro- I'm Ross's sister, and he goes, uh, okay, <laughs> like his like airy like okay. Yeah. I laughed out loud. That was so good. And his hair is just the most ridiculous. So dumb. Um. So then back at the girls, the Rachel suggests that Rachel suggests Chandler. Even though we were friends, there was a part of me who always knew I wanted more, 
And then Monica flashes back to the beach scene where he asked mm-hmm. her if he was the last man standing after Apocalypse, would she date him? And her response was, uh, yeah. <laughs> which prompts Monica to ask Rachel, is it okay if I lie in my vows? Yeah. Um, so Phoebe then suggests all the things that he taught her, which prompts crickets. There's nothing. Um, and she right. changes the scope and says, well, what about all the things that you taught him? And then we flash back to probably one of my favorite scenes ever is the seven, yes. seven, seven, where she's teaching him the seven erogenous zones of a woman. I love a good Chandler throwback and him in so that good. green shirt was just Ugh. so great. And his like subtle, I... like every time she would do something and like his like looks and glances and how he would like fidget with it's just so good yeah i i want i just want so bad too to see what's on that paper (laughs) do you think it was just the words like the the script no no i just i mean yeah i don't think it's like a real i think i mean like the figurative paper oh got it like in the fake world whatever was gonna be on that paper to make that i was just like I just want to see and how they're numbered. Like, I just, I need to know. <laughs> I need to know how it's numbered. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we go back to the guys. And Joey suggests, Monica, when I look back over our time together, and then he pauses, and Chandler's like, what are you supposed to finish that with? And he's like, no, you finish it. Yeah, he's like, I can't do everything for you. <laughs> right. So then we have a number of flashbacks. Um we flash back to the hospital when I think it was Carol giving birth and Chandler mm-hmm. suggests that if they're not married by 40, that they get married to each other. And then we flash yeah. to London. He's so cute in that scene. So cute. We flash to London where they slept together for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then to Thanksgiving, the turkey had Thanksgiving where he gives the first I love you. Mm-hmm. And then to Chandler suggesting that they move in together to Monica yeah. and then it ends on the proposal. Yes. I, 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 the white dog on the patio behind them in the proposal and somehow it looks lit up in contrast to the warm glow of the, <laughs> the candles to me was really funny. That and makes sense also, with how like bright the city is. Yeah. And I was also just crying because it's so sweet. It's so good. Okay, so then we're down at the apartments and we go downstairs to the cafe and the guys minus Monica or minus Chandler walk into the cafe after being kicked out from helping him um, only to meet the girls who had also come from an equally stumped Monica. Mm -hmm. And Ross states that he can't believe they're getting married in just four weeks and Joey can't believe that they've been together for three years. So they all kind of like... I was like, has it been that long? It's been a while. End of season Mm -hmm. four. Yeah, no, I know it has, but it was just one of those like, wow, has it really been that long? Dang. Yeah. So Ross reminds them that, you know, it probably doesn't feel that long because they stumped us and didn't tell us for the longest time. Yeah. So then we flash back to the bubble bath scene where Monica hides from Joey, who is inquiring about buying chicken. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then we flash back to every moment that the friends found out. So Joey with, I can't remember, was it just like 
It was the. It was after they had come back from their. Um, well, it was because he asked about clippers, wasn't it? Like nail clippers or something in his apartment, and Chandler like brushed um, it, it was, off, but then she. No, it was an eye, uh, uh, eyelash eye curler. curler. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was like subtle, and then he like put it together, and so Joey found out first. Yeah. And then Rachel in the phone call. Phoebe in my eyes. Um. <laughs> And then the they don't know that we know, they know we know scene where <laughs> they find out that Gosh, the girls know. Gosh, those are so good. So good. Um, and then Ross is angry. That's my sister. Okay, when they're going through the the ones where Phoebe and Chandler are sort of pranking each other and playing, like, essentially the, a version of relationship chicken, mm-hmm. um, when Joey... When Joey flips open her shirt with the buttons and she goes, you didn't, you didn't pop any buttons. The timbre in his voice when it changes and he goes, it's not my first time. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Joey. <laughs> yeah. I think I love you a little bit. That's funny. <laughs> but then like when he confesses, when Chandler confesses that he loves Monica and they didn't realize that it was like that deep, but he's like declaring it. I also started crying at that part. I, was th- I think like the the compilation of all of these scenes being like so tight together, I, I had me feeling some type of way. I was like, oh, this this show is the best. Yeah, it is. So then we come back to the real world, and Phoebe points out that things are going to start to change. You know, they're going to have kids. They're going to want to start hanging out with couples that also have kids. And Joey and, like, the whole group just get sad. And he states, like, look, I don't Mm -hmm. want things to change because he likes things just the way they are. So then it flashes back to, like, season one after I think Monica and Ross's grandma dies. And they're all sitting on the couch in the cafe looking at old photos of, like, Ross and Monica as a baby and, like, their grandma and just kind of, like, reminiscing about, like, being friends and, like, how cool it was that their grandma also had friends like that. Um, And then we come back to reality and Monica and Chandler walk in to just a very sad group (laughs) and tell Mm -hmm. them that the vows are done. Both of them have written them. So they go to their respective group, guys and girls, and they read them. And we find Monica's are very sweet and tender and what vows probably are. And Chandler's appear to be very funny, which kind of throws Monica for a minute. And Chandler just tells her, like, look, sweetie, it's okay. We'll make sure that yours are funny, too. It's the classic stereotypes for even the, you know, maid of honor and best man speech of how the girls are always the sentimental ones and guys, like, typically are the funny ones. Yeah. And that plays out here, obviously. Yeah. So then in the tag, we're in the apartment and the guys are on the couch reading Chandler's new vows that he has written. And they both appear a little teary eyed as they're reading them because they're very sweet. But they find out that Chandler just stole Monica's vows and changed the name. So really, they're just Monica's vows. Mm hmm. Yeah, they were so supportive until they found out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're like, you can't do that. Yeah. And that's it. That's a very quick episode. So fast. Um, yeah, it's such a quick episode. Um, these, these episodes. Okay. Just real quick though. I will say just one little continuity thing. It's a bit of a spoiler. So fast forward 15 seconds. 
during this point in the series, if the episode takes place four weeks before the wedding, then technically Rachel would be pregnant right now. Nice. Good catch. Yes. <sighs> Thank you. Gosh, um, that's coming up so soon. Oh my goodness. I know. I know. These episodes make it really hard to have a favorite scene because it does all yeah. of, I mean, the majority of the episode is clips from past episodes. So that's, I mean, there really is almost no answer for it because even the, even the past episode clips are the, like, we're probably the highlights of those episodes when we watch them. Right. So it's literally just a compilation of probably all of our favorite parts of all of those episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, how do you pick a favorite? And over the course of like the difference between the relationship between the two of them versus like the friends being a part of the relationship and finding out like all those are so good. I just loved how they brought him back. And I don't I don't really love throwback episodes because I feel like they just are yeah. lazy. It's also hard like to rate it too because like there's not much. That it's we all can the best moments. Of. Yeah. So like honestly, do we even pick a favorite scene or a rating for this episode? Because I I, I don't think we can. I don't yeah. think it's fair. It it's like picking a favorite child when you're trying to pick between all these favorite right. scenes. Like yeah. that's it's not easy. So I mean, if we were honest podcasters, we would do it because like it <laughs> you do have to have a best of something. But I say it's our podcast and we'll do what we want. Exactly. So there we go. I think we shouldn't. I think we should skip right on through, right past through the post-show wrap up and go straight to recommend to a friend. Okay. This is just going to be a short episode. There we go. All right. So this week I am going to recommend cord organizers. So... Yes. Um, I forgot I bought these and then I saw them as we were recording and I was like, oh, I have to recommend that. So I bought a standing desk because I work from home now and I have a lot of cords from my various monitors, charging, everything, desk. Um, and just under my desk looks like a nightmare. It still kind of looks like a nightmare because mm. I haven't quite figured out how to like how I want it to look, which is just a whole nother debacle. But um I bought these, this like pack on Amazon that has three different sizes and it comes with like, I think there's like 200 in this sucker. Like there's so many of them. Um, I didn't need this many, but it was like dirt cheap. So I'm like, why not? Um, but they're literally just cord organizers. Sometimes chargers will come with these and I didn't really know what they were until it came with it one time already like attached. But basically it has like a little slot where you can um, like wrap the thing around it and like put it through and then it just velcros together so under my desk I have all of my cords like velcroed to the height that they need to be for when my desk is the highest um, mm, so then it mm -hmm. just like takes the cords from just like being piled on the ground or annoyingly displayed like it doesn't look as like as much of a nightmare what I'm struggling with now is like how to keep them in one spot because I had them under my desk attached to under my desk but they keep falling off um but it looks so much better to have the cords like bundled together rather than just laying out and getting like tangled and getting dust all around them or whatever so um and they come in different sizes which is really great so there's one small enough for like my phone charger if I'm like traveling mm. somewhere I can wrap it up and then tie it together um or velcro it together 
or even longer ones for like things like my monitor cords, which are a bit thicker and longer. Um, Mm -hmm. It fits around that. And they, the ones I bought, they come in all different colors. You can get multitude of colors if you like to color coordinate. I just got black and white because they match the cords, which I like better. Um, And you, I don't think you can write on these ones, but they do also have ones on Amazon. Like if you're, if you really want to write on them, you can, I could put a label on it if I wanted to. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're nice. And if you're somebody like me who can't stand a bunch of cords just laying about, because to me that screams fire cut, like fire. What, what is the word I'm looking for? It just, it doesn't look good. Um, I would highly recommend these. We will link them below. I think I bought them for like less than 10 bucks and there's like 200 of them in the pack. I could be wrong, but yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. Nice. I'm actually going to, was it piggy tail off of yours? Is that what it's, is that the same? Sure. Um, is it the same? Piggy tail? Gonna... I don't know. Wow. It's eluding me. I'm Piggy- going to go piggyback? off of yours. Thank you. <laughs> Close enough. That's the quote. That's the quote of the week right there. <laughs> I'm gonna piggy tail off of you. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna piggyback off of you. I knew it was wrong too. Like it just doesn't sound right. Anyways, I'm gonna piggyback off of yours because I also bought these during Black Friday. Do you ever just like look around your house and you realize like after you've gotten so many new devices, you have a bunch of different cords and different cord types and one of the end of the plug is one, one of the end of the plug is the other. So like, there's just a variety of stuff. And when I was doing my room purge and reorganization, I did kind of an audit of everything that I had in my house and what cords I need, what plugs I need, you know, what chart, like wires I need, all that stuff. And I ended up buying a, um, a cable management box. So essentially it is, it's like a power cord organizer. It has eight different compartments and it comes with 10 wire ties so that you can tie your wires all together in like a grouping and then put them in each of the compartments. And it also is wide enough to store, especially for Apple products, your actual like adapter, like small desk accessories type stuff in there. So now I have all of my cords organized by type and they fit into oh, each of these like heaven. categories. It's really nice because I've just had loose cords and plugins floating around boxes for the last several years. And I don't even have the amount of devices that I need to be able to keep all of them, but I want to be able to have them for if people need to plug in their phones or whatever while they're here and if they have different types of adapters but also for the adapters that are like you know my kindle page turner clicker thing has a certain type of plug-in so i have one for that my battery pack that goes with my suitcase has a different power core that goes with it so i wanted to label that so some of them are labeled for very specific you know tech uses in my home and then others are just excess ones that i have and it makes like cord management super manageable. So um, on the same vein, if you're, if, if really, if you're looking to do an overhaul of all of your cords between Llewellyn and I's recommend to a friends today, we've got you covered. Get yourself um, 
get yourself a cable management box and get yourself um, what Llewellyn just talked about. So we've got you covered. Recommend to a friend. Cable management. Do it. Yes. All right. Next week, we're going to cover the one with Chandler's dad. Yeah. So we'll catch you guys next week on the one with friends podcast. Bye.